Episode number 38, Girl, Rachel Hollis Isn't Your Guru. In this episode, we're going to talk about three different things you can consider when you're selecting what thought leader or what motivational person you are going to follow, and I'm going to share different lessons that I've learned along the way. We're getting right to it in three, two, one. Welcome to the Heal Your Burnout Podcast, where us hustlers come together to have solution-focused conversations weekly. My name is Amber Connolly, a former burnt-out clinician and academic turned transformative coach. If you are a productive patty, miss I can do it all, or if you are ready to ditch the exhaustion, you have come to the right place. Each week I'll be providing you with wellness tips and trainings, inspiring you to look within replace habits that are keeping you stuck, and offering insights to help you maintain your brilliance. If you are craving clarity, self-care, support, and mindset hacks, look no further. This is where your energy can be reignited and your hope can be restored. Welcome back to the show. This episode, huge disclaimer, is not a Rachel Hollis bash session. It's simply me sharing my different experience and giving you ways to discern who do you want to follow, who do you not want to follow, and who are you going to let dictate how you live your life or how you move forward. And really for me, my journey in personal growth and development started when I was feeling burnt out in my career. And up until this point, I was interested in personal growth and development, yes, but I didn't read all of the books. My my version of that was going to therapy and journaling. I didn't have many tools outside of that. And when I got into the personal development world, I just loved it and ate it right up. I loved reading all the books, listening to the podcast. I I mean, I still do. I have a podcast just like that. So it's definitely still my jam. But very early on, I found Rachel Hollis. And she was just one of the many women thought leaders that I truly felt like I connected with. And just their relatability and how excited they were and on fire and how motivating they were. They, they really convinced me that I can do whatever I want to do and my only limit is myself. And yes, it was an empowering message, but um, I feel like today I'm so much wiser than who I was when I started to consume that. Because at the time when I started reaching out and when I started really seeking out this type of content, I was in such a low point in my life. I was in this job that I hated. I was in a a terrible work environment, extremely toxic. I just got out of a relationship. I was going through a breakup. I was just in a very unstable part of my life. And I was in therapy at the time. I was struggling with anxiety and eating disorder. I was just a mess at this point in my life. And I was really vulnerable. And when you find people like Rachel Hollis or thought leaders, any big thought leader in that self-development category, it's so easy to get sucked into their messaging because they essentially sell you hope. They, they relate to you. They let you know that, hey, I struggled too and this is how I moved past it. And they really get you jazzed up to move forward, which is a good thing. They motivate you. That's a very good thing. The, the dangerous part is they're also selling you as well. They're selling you not just books, but sometimes like thousands upon thousands of dollars to go to conferences, to go to live events, to join multi-level marketing companies. There's, there's so much more that goes into that other than 
just motivating you to feel better or to feel capable of moving forward. So my big why for creating this episode is so that if anyone listening to this podcast is in a period in your life where you're craving personal growth and development content, that I could give you three different things to consider when deciding who are you going to follow and what content are you going to consume. So I know for me, something that I was desperately craving was answers. I wanted to know what can I do to move past this uncomfortable feeling of feeling stuck. I don't feel like I'm at my best right now. So I wanted an answer. And I would listen to these stories and I would look for myself in all of the stories. And I think that that's the part that allowed me to relate to these thought leaders. And that was the power behind them sharing their story. That's what gave them credibility when they were sharing their story as well. But I was always listening for, well, what did they do? So I could do that too. And I thought that if I could do what they did, I could achieve the, not only the success that they had, but I could be happy. I could get unstuck. I could feel better. That was just so desperately what I wanted. And three things to remember. The first thing to remember is you are your own guru. Everything you need is inside of you. You just need someone or or something to help you get in touch with what's really going on deep down inside of you. Because those answers are there. And that's why I think having a mentor or a coach that or a therapist that comes alongside you and really allows you to do that deep work and to realize that all the answers are accessible within you. You don't need someone up on a stage bopping around giving you the answers. I mean, it's great to go to those things, to get inspired, to get so on fire about something. That's awesome. The energy in a room like that is so contagious. But that person doesn't have your answers. They are not your guru. They are not your savior. You are your own guru. And your savior is whatever religious belief system you subscribe to. So reminder number one, you are your own guru. Listen to stories of other people. Listen to success stories of other people. Listen to how they got to where they are now. Those stories are so valuable and interwoven within those stories are steps that you could take too, but it's not gospel. And what I mean by that is you don't have to do exactly what they say. You don't have to buy their coaching program just to feel better about yourself or you don't need to buy XYZ to to achieve what they achieved. So consider who is the person giving the advice or who is the speaker that you're listening to or the author that you're reading. And don't be afraid to dig a little deeper. So that's tip number two, dig deeper. Ask yourself, well, who is this person? Okay, so I'm still just continuing on with this Rachel Hollis example. So Rachel Hollis, who is she? Okay, well, she speaks at these events. She's a keynote speaker at many MLM conferences. She talks to women and really inspires women to get out of their own way and to step into their power. That sounds phenomenal. She is such a phenomenal speaker, such an excellent storyteller. Okay, that's who she is. But what are her objectives? Okay, so Rachel Hollis also has this empire, the, I don't even know the name of her company, Hollis, whatever it is, 
And her and her husband, Dave, or now ex-husband Dave, used to have these marriage conferences where for three days they would charge people a, a pretty penny to learn marriage advice from them. So she was a, a high-ticket sales coach, which it, it's awesome going to coaching experiences and having a, having a person like Rachel Hollis that you could like, that you could relate to, that you could know from following them, and that you could eventually trust. That's an awesome thing. And learning is an awesome thing. Investing in yourself and going to conferences is an awesome thing. The sad thing is there are situations like the Rachel Hollis situation where she was selling this picture of, I'm going to give marriage advice, but her marriage wasn't healthy. Clearly, it she, it ended in divorce. Now, I'm not saying that coaches should be perfect, mentors should be perfect. That's not the case. The case is she was portraying this image to the world where her and her husband were recording podcast episodes and doing conferences and passing it off like we have the happiest marriage ever. However, like deep down, clearly it wasn't. And what was actually going on and what she was portraying to everyone when selling were two completely different things, which is why consideration number two, that's where you really need to ask yourself, what's really what, what's really going on here? What is this person's motive for doing what they're doing? And is it authentic? And I think that picking up on authentic, authenticity is huge and asking yourself, what's really going on here? So dig deep and really get curious on What's the true motive behind all of this? And some things to be weary of, consideration number three, be weary of any sort of picture that's too good to be true, that looks a little too perfect. And I think that we all have strong instinct. You know when something looks like it's too good to be true. And that thread was very common in really Rachel Hollis's whole story. I remember reading Girl, Wash Your Face. And she made no mention. She talked about how her and her husband met in this situation where he was using her and really treated her like crap. And then all of a sudden he realized and became the man of her dreams and they got married and she started her, um, her business from there. And the story goes on, but she really glossed over her struggles and it sounded too good to be true. So, um, just be mindful of when something sounds too good to be true, could it be too good to be true? And, Really look out for mixed messaging. So when someone is saying one thing and then in a couple months they're saying something else. And look out for all or nothing think all or nothing marketing. So something that's like, if you don't do this, then you are that. So really being told what you should and should not do, or that one way is the only way to be. We're so complicated as humans. Self-improvement is not one-size-fits-all. And if anyone tries to tell you that it is one-size-fits-all, run. That That's not an honest approach. So those three reminders are you are your own guru. The answers are always inside of you. Don't be afraid to dig deep. Ask yourself the hard questions and be weary of mixed messaging and things that seem too good to be true. And some closing thoughts. I know one of Rachel Hollis's biggest messaging or biggest lessons that she always preaches is what other people think of you is none of your business. And she always hammers home, women should be supporting other women, which I completely agree. And I think that's one of the best 
things that I learned from her is other people's opinions of you are none of your business. That is one of the mantras that I live my life by now, thanks to her. Caveat being, you still need to learn, you still need to grow, you still need to be able to learn from feedback, especially from people who matter. So something that I've learned is it's important to consume content that inspires you, that makes you feel good, that makes you feel excited about life, that teaches you things. Never stop growing and learning, ever. So don't stop consuming the content, but really consider how useful is it and how can I take what is useful and leave the rest. And yes, women should support other women. Women are so hyper-competitive and are so quick to attack one another It's unreal. However, you can't abandon yourself along the way. So don't let another woman take advantage of your vulnerability. When you're not feeling your best, when you're feeling like you're craving the answers, a woman like Rachel Hollis could so easily, just using her as an example, take your money and lead you down this rat race of coaching, of, of books, of going to speaking engagements, all of these things when... It's, it's just a band-aid and it's just distracting you from going within yourself and finding the answers. So choose your, your thought leaders wisely and remember no one knows you better than you and all of the answers that you need are within you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you in episode number 39. Hey friend, before you leave, please head on over to iTunes podcast and search for Heal Your Burnout. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button, give us a five-star review, and help us spread the word about our show. I would love to connect with you on social media. My Instagram handle is at Amber underscore Connolly underscore. And until next time, I'm sending you so much love and light, and I can't wait to keep moving forward with you.